Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Uh, are we on? We are. Oh, great. <laughs> Hello. We are. Hello. Welcome to the Feeney Call. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, mm-hmm. to the Feeney Call. Keep going. It's going to be a ball. What else? Um, Is that all? Yes. See you next ball. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> something about a hall... Um, something about gall. I can think of the words, mm. but is that I all? Think of extra words. I wish it to were fall. You live at the end of the hall. I do live at the end of the hall. Let's go to the, the mall. mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Welcome to the Phoenix Call, where we make vague rhyming statements. Yes. Uh, for. 25 to 30 minutes that have, has nothing to do with boy meets world whatsoever. no and then and then you come back next week uh-huh. <laughs> uh every week it's a new sound this, <laughs> this week it's all a-l-l uh-huh. anyway hi <laughs> <laughs> so uh season two episode 16 is what we're talking danger about boy danger boy danger boy which boy it's a good i love this yeah i do love this episode it's very fun it's just a good. It's one that I don't feel like they, they show a lot either. I no. Mean, I guess now it's all on Disney Plus or whatever, but like when we're like referencing the idea of reruns, yes. it didn't come up a lot, I feel like. And there's no like standout moment from this one, I think, except for the roller coaster that people really remember mm-hmm. distinctly. Because I remember watching this and kind of being like, oh, I forgot that that happened. Mm. Um, when they have that moment in the classroom, Corey and Feeney in there, and mm-hmm, Feeney's like, mm-hmm. Disgusting. It's a good little scene between the two of them. It is, yes. It's a good Corey Feeney episode, it which I was complaining recently that we haven't we had much one. in a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited we're back. It's good. We're one. back. We're back, baby. Right. Whose um, turn? Um, so it's your turn. Okay. And oh wait, we go. Eric's hooking up with this girl, and she's like, "I've got a 13 year old cousin that I want to hang out with this summer, this weekend." And Eric's like, "Oh, I've got a 13 year old brother," and she's like, "No, he sucks. What about that kid? That's Sean. Yeah, great. Let's take him and double date." And so they go on a double date, and then Corey finds them and finds out that Eric didn't ask him, and finds out that everyone thinks that he's safe and boring. Uh, and and then Feeney is also feeling safe and boring because he's pegged in the chess club. And so the two of them go and ride a dangerous roller coaster together. Meanwhile, Amy gets an expensive haircut, and Alan spends a lot on gambling, and they reconcile. There's a lot in this one. There is a lot in this one. Because there's like the Corey plot, the Feeney plot, and the Amy Allen plot. And you can't really sidestep over any of the fine details. Is that this one? Am I, why do I feel like the Amy Allen plot is the next one? It's definitely this one. Is it this it's one? In my you notes. have notes about it? Okay. Mm-hmm, I, I do. Guess maybe if I took notes, we would do better at this. Oh, yeah. Um, damn, yeah, there's a lot in this one. There's I mean, the Amy Allen plot is inconsequential, I guess. It is, but I love their. I love their argument that yeah. they have at it's the cute. end. It's cute. It's so cute. Yeah. Because I feel like she's, she's, she could be justifiably more angry at him. $300. $300 is game. not. She wins when she says, and yeah. what do you have to show for your $300? Exactly. A shirt that smells like smoke. And what do I have for my 130 A beautiful haircut. Mm-hmm. Great. Like. And $130 is still quite a bit to spend on a haircut. I will give Alan that. Mm-hmm. I, and that. Well, if it's just a cut, because she doesn't say that she dyed it. Yeah. 
I if it's, it's a cut and dye, that's pretty standard it's, for a cut and dye. It's probably fair to assume there's some color involved. But yeah, if it was just a cut, then yeah, 130 is way too much. But she's, so she could justifiably be more angry, but the fact that she's not, and yeah. the entire argument is kind of like, do you understand uh-huh. now how you can't be a bitch? Be <laughs> mad at me and then go do the same thing that you just accused me of doing. Mm-hmm. She's just very understanding and great in this episode so yeah no it's funny that just since we're talking about it i was watching this with my roommate and he said uh he's not a boy meets world person really it's whatever he's seen it all right well um, why are you living with him <laughs> it's fine um <laughs> keeps things spicy in yeah, the yeah apartment. keeps things interesting right well so he was watching it and he laughed watching the scene where they they fight and reconcile and laughed and said something like wow that went really that like fixed itself really quick yeah and I was like, because they are a healthy, yes! confident relationship that communicates very openly. Yes. Well, and I think Alan is, they there's sometimes, score. there's sometimes when Alan, I feel like is kind of pig headed and he doesn't get over things super easily. But yeah. this is one thing where he like, he bowed down immediately and was like, I understand. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You were right. He was very good about humbling himself and, and taking responsibility for losing $300 in poker. Oh my goodness, that's well. And the thing that I think is at least good here is to realize that like they must have clearly once upon a time had some conversation about you know I I I set aside this money to gamble Mm -hmm. with like it doesn't matter if I lose it I'm clearly like I'm setting it aside to gamble with yeah you know it's not like he's refinancing the house to gamble yes (laughs) oh you know it's it's clearly that would be a whole other storyline right it's clearly some expendable income that he has set aside for the sole purpose of gambling Mm -hmm. and like. It's inconsequential whether he wins or lose. Like, it's great if you win, but, like, he's already made the choice that, like, I might lose this and that's fine. So. Yeah. For sure. What did you learn? Uh, we talked a lot about the Alan and Amy plot here, mm-hmm. um, which we can learn a lot there from mm-hmm. from the trust and communication uh, that they share. More zeroing in on the main plot line mm-hmm. about Corey and Feeney. There's, 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 like, a weird... I guess there's two kind of parts of it. You know, you can... You can take the piece of like, don't you shouldn't make these these judgments and assumptions and bold bold uh, not bold broad mm-hmm. uh, judgments about people, and then likewise you shouldn't feel the need to prove anything mm-hmm. to anybody. Yes, don't <laughs> uh, sacrifice your safety for to prove something. Yeah. Oh, I I can't wait to talk about this roller coaster. Oh my god, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second. It's um, so good. It's ridiculous but the yeah i guess the the bigger thing is like the you know eric and eric's girlfriend and sean and turner all make these broad sweeping judgments about mm-hmm. them so i guess it's kind of funny you know like turner doesn't really make any broad judgments about Feeney. no like other people sassy. do yeah. and he gets a little sassy about mm-hmm. it but like largely speaking turner's like all right, whatever, George. Like, what do you want, what do you want to do? Like, yeah, and he kind like, of... Don't he's be a only, petty bitch. Just yeah. like. <laughs> he's only sassy because Mr. Feeney kind of gets sassy. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Feeney's like, why would you assume that I want to right, like chess Turner Right, like, Turner's like, oh, I'm going to lean into this. Yeah, Turner doesn't say, like, and George just has the chess club. Like, yep. you know, he... he so, she was know. yeah. The woman who was writing it was like obviously George will have. She was the one who yes. made the assumption. Right. So Feeney's trying to prove it right. to the wrong person. Slaps it on Turner, even though he didn't make that call. Uh, yeah, I think it's old. just you know you don't need to you don't gotta prove shit. Mm-mm. You don't gotta prove anything to anybody. I wanted to pull up the sound clip because it's a good of anything in this episode. <laughs> I feel like it's the thing that is takeaway line or takeaway Feeny line from. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Sure. 
You see my outer appearance, and you conclude that I'm cautious and unadventurous. Like lime jello. <laughs> All right. If you let people's perception of you dictate your behavior, you will never grow as a person. But if you leave yourself open to experience, despite what others think, then you will learn and grow. And when you grow and mature, then you can rub their smug little earring-wearing noses in it. <laughs> it's petty at the end. It is, but it's also <laughs> so funny. It is. It's a good bit. It was doing really well, and then it got petty. Yep. <laughs> No, I think Whatever, you're right. I think that, that is that is kind of the, the key moment there. It's a matter of like, don't let other people, yep. dict, you know, other people's judgments uh, mm-hmm. about you dictate how you live your life. Live your life the way you want to live it and other people will see how you're living it. And Well, and don't let it interfere with your own personal growth too. Yes. You know, like yeah. that, I think that's the other part of it is it doesn't say like ignore what everyone thinks about you and continue doing exactly what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. just don't let their judgment influence you so drastically that you uh remain stagnant or or uh throw yourself into change yeah like continue growing at your own pace as far as like peer pressure episodes go this lesson could be learned in a multitude of ways right and I would say this is a very mild way to learn this lesson is just to be like passed sure. over for a date or Feeney to be like right. asked to do, could have been, assumed to do the chess Could have been club. like a let's go smoke in the parking yep. lot. No, he mm-hmm. won't because he's the boarding square. Yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. is a very mild way to learn this lesson, which is probably why this episode doesn't like really stand out because we have obviously episodes that deal with uh-huh. a lot of episodes that deal with sex, some that deal with um, drinking, and there's the episode where Sean almost beats up the bike mm-hmm. I don't think so I don't think there are any smoking episodes huh I think that was I, well I, we, I think we've discussed this before but I think that they there were a lot of 90s sitcoms like coming of age sitcoms that dealt with smoking so yeah. I feel like they were like let's do something else there instead because this was a very like sex forward show mm-hmm. I would say more so than any other 90s sitcom yeah, there was a lot of sex so there's a lot of just like sexual situations and um sexual discussions which is one of the reasons that I think I appreciated this show as much as I did because I was never like offered a cigarette in high school Mm -hmm. or um drinking was kind of an option but not really I just didn't have any interest in it and so this show meant more than like watching full house I didn't read that didn't resonate with me so Mm -hmm. interesting but yeah, I think okay. it's an interesting point. This that the, about the lesson here being could have could have easily gone in a lot of other a directions. But directions. I also think that like it's you know it's a it's a fun one. It's a fun way to do it. Yes. And I, I like that Corey and Feeney get mm-hmm. get their little simultaneous journey in this one. Oh, that roller it's, coaster! It's, oh, the roller coaster! I love love the roller coaster bit. Yes. I love like when it, the, the second we get to them and they're standing there he's got the fucking cotton candy. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Just looking. And he's so excited. So silly. It's very very funny. I I'm shocked that they're as excited to get on this roller coaster as they are. There's no nervousness at all. Well, you know what I think is really fucking ridiculous about this is like this whole town is in panic about this roller mm-hmm. coaster. And, and like, 
everything about this roller coaster. Like in the grand scheme of things, if I wanted to prove that I'm a dangerous human being, it would not be I right. I wouldn't go ride a roller coaster. coaster. No. <laughs> no. I might go like I don't know. Like it feels like this the 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 riding the roller coaster thing. It's very funny. But it feels like this should have been more of like, let's go skydiving. Yes, let's you know? do something. Let's go skydiving. Let's go bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go do something equally like accessible. Yes. Uh, and 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 but like danger. Like roller coasters aren't dangerous. No, <laughs> I mean I think they the, they the, they try very hard to yes. make it out that this is some like this is crazy dangerous. ridiculous dangerous roller coaster. And I'm like, yeah, but you could never like. Like you can you can oh. have a shatty uh, or a shitty like poorly run bungee jumping operation mm-hmm. that's you know really like that's really scary sketchy and dangerous yes. that's fine and there's a lot of that shit that's broken and dangerous but like you can't produce a roller coaster and get it sold to an amusement park Mm-mm. you know nope. <laughs> without all this safety like yep. You know, Jim Bob up in the woods can stand on the side of the bridge with his bungee cord business as long as nobody reports it. <laughs> but yeah, getting it into like a major. But yeah, you know, park. fucking Intamin and other roller coaster manufacturers aren't over here trying to build death traps. Oh like, my. they're staying in business. <laughs> Wild. It's funny. My it's... favorite part of this entire bit is probably when they get back and Turner's like, Weren't you in the back? And, he <laughs> and he's like, I was. I flew out. I had to run in front of the car. Oh, it's it's. I mean, it's ridiculous, so but I, funny. that's like between that and like the Elvis jokes in this episode oh too. God. Like weird left field. Yes. Like this episode has a lot of strange absurdity to it. I the, when Elvis showed up, I was kind of like, I feel like if Elvis were actually still alive, he would not be in Philadelphia, and he would not be dressed like that. Which brings me to my next point: Who's chubby? Yes, thank you. I wrote that in my notes. Who's this motherfucker? I was like, is this, so was the other guy just like Chubby's dad or something? (laughs) Or like his uncle and this, then this is actual Chubby? Because did they explicitly They say say the other guy's Chubby. Okay, then They call the other guy Chubby. Maybe they're like brothers. I don't know. Then just recast it. Or maybe. The other guy got thrown in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Or, well, no, that wasn't Uncle Mike. Never mind, different guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chubby Chubby and Uncle Mike. We're not the same. We're not the same. It was the delivery guy. I no, but they and I lo- like yeah. other chubby like barely got any lines. It was like you know had two lines. Now this guy's very yeah. articulate. Yes, like, <laughs> and he's like having full conversations with Corey. I don't understand why they needed to make him chubby. Why couldn't they just make him another server? I don't know. You know, because that would have at least held up if he went in and was like, "Hey, Fred, give me right. three whatever." Right, Johnny. Like just name him whatever the fuck. Yeah. That would be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would have been much better. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, that it's, it's little things like that, that kind of piss me off about this show because I feel like this show could have been so great, uh-huh. but there's so many continuity errors. So many little problems. So many it's little like, Why things. did you get a new actor? Why yes. did, like, I get it. You got these day players, but like, just give mm-hmm. them a different name. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> like we're gonna know. Yep. They do this in the next one, too, because some of the girls in the next episode we've seen before, and yeah. we'll see again with different names. Right. And I'm like, I just... Nah. Right, like, you've got these day players. Just give them different names. Like, Kicking off from the top of the episode, how in the world does Eric have enough money to pay for four people to go on a date? He's like, I'm paying. And Sean's like, great. My, I can't wait. And I'm like, you are 17 years old. How do you have money for four people to go on a date? Well, what do they do? I mean, they go to Chubby's. They go to Chubby's. And I would assume they do something else. If her, she's all 
up in arms about my cousin is from New York and she's so and dresses she's like so, a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my trivia! I forgot my trivia. Oh. My trivia was this is uh, Mina Suvari's first TV role. Oh. You might you may know her from uh, American Beauty. Oh, I don't, but sure. Oh well, mm-hmm. it's really good. You should see. I mean, obviously Kevin Spacey is canceled, but like the movie as a whole <laughs> yeah. is really good. I get it. But yeah, so that was my that was my trivia that I forgot to say at the Whoops, beginning of the episode. We so there we, we go. How to do our podcast. Anyway, I fucking hate her outfit. Yes, <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Yep, I just fucking. Hate it's it. almost like early two thousands because it's neon. And she and looks like she's so in xenon. Yeah, but here's the difference: in xenon, it was a choice. It's yeah. <laughs> it takes place in the future, right? So like, it's supposed it to be works like so in xenon. That's that's clearly how everybody dresses, and it's fine. Yes. This girl just missed the fucking memo. Yep. And they were like, uh, she's from New York, so... So she just dresses crazy. I fucking hate it. She's a rave it. kid. No, she's probably from fucking, like, she lives on Long Island. I was going like, to say, uh, she's probably, like, you know, actually from New Jersey. Right. <laughs> like, lives in Jersey City or, yeah. like, oh, she doesn't live in Manhattan, all right? Nope. Like, <laughs> or, like, upstate New York. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. That's not even... At that point, like, it's just a different place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... What I don't understand about this whole double date situation is Corey gets, obviously, Eric pulls him aside and he's like, I'm sorry, this happened. The fountain really killed you. And Corey's like, so they think I'm safe? And it's like, we've had this conversation before multiple times. We've had it in the episode, The Uninvited, where he gets invited to the geek party. party. And then we had it also when Sean was having him watch over the one girl for him so he could date the other girl. Oh yeah, we had to babysit. Yeah, and he was like, you're safe, so Mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. trust you. So Corey knows that people have this perception of him, and yet he's still so offended when Eric says it. You're right. This is now the third time. Yes. We've been involved where Corey's safe with girls. So I don't know if he <laughs> thinks like he's getting better about it. And so know. he's like, I'm making so much progress. I don't understand. Or if he really just forgot again. It's kind of lazy on the yeah. writer's part. And again, this... It's the third storyline we've been down where Corey's safe and has to prove he's yes. not safe. And I love... Like, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying the second season. I would say more than the first season for yeah. a multitude of reasons. But seeing where we're going, like seeing fourth, fifth, sixth season and how good the episodes are later, mm-hmm. it's so hard to look at these yeah. and be like, this was a good episode. Because it, it is a good episode like fine. on its own, yeah. but compared to where yeah. we're to where going. where we get to more like, some serialized storytelling. Where yes. Some actual... Actions have implications for more than one episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Some, some of these first and second... Even third season, I'd say, plots are kind of recycled or yeah. just in, inconsequential. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we hit the third season, at least we get Topanga as like a consistent mm-hmm. thing going between the two of them. Yeah, I'm going to go sure. to Disney World. Yes. Thank God. I love Yay. when we go to Disney World. So do I. We, we love an ABC show going to Disney World. Yes. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. All of them did it. No, oh, yeah. They either that's go to great. Disney World and then in the 2000s, they all went to Hollywood, which is funny because that's where they were filmed. So they were like, let's go around the block. Oh, yeah. A lot of Disney Disney Channel shows did like a, we're going to Hollywood episode. Drake and Josh did too. Oh, I love Drake and Josh going to Hollywood. I know. Oh, what I just is love it? Drake and Josh. Uh, in really general. Big Shrimp. Is that what it was, right? There is a go to Hollywood. Oh, right, but okay. So also Drake and Josh a- go to Hollywood. Drake and Josh Really Big Shrimp is, a, is like the, that was technically like the finale. Of Drake and Josh. I think so. That should have been our podcast. Oh now. my. Yes. I love Next Blake's one. <laughs> Next one but we're doing Drake and Drake Josh. Drake and Josh. Any, any things that don't hold? The Rodique characterization so. is a little 
little gay stereotypey, but wait, what'd you say? I'm the Rodique characterization. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little gay stereotypey, but I like that he wins. Yes, <laughs> you know? he cleans them out. That's like, so funny. Like he he's leaning into it. He's putting on oh, for them. I had well two things. One, I wrote in my notes. It's no coincidence that the people putting them into the roller coasters look like they're inmates in a prison because they have the orange jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, coincidence? No. Also, the woman is standing there reporting. Where is the cameraman? <laughs> Standing on the fucking track. Yes, like, where is he? Like, I understand that there's usually, like, a this side of the roller coaster and the side where you get off. And so I'm like, maybe he's on the side where you get off. No, he's on the tracks. (laughs) Based on that framing, he's on the tracks. But they get on and off on the same side. So then I was like, clearly there's not another side where they get off. I was like, this is wild well if we get too much into the logistics of this roller coaster it's it's just gonna fall apart (laughs) it doesn't even hold a candle while you're watching it no no they go through like this wall of fire the the wall of fire and the like the fact that he got thrown out like when they when they start to leave (laughs) and he buckled like and Corey freaks out and like the restraint starts to come off of him and comes back on i was like done done." those restraints this this run through it was the most unbelievable that restraint is just bobbing yeah. up and down and there's no sort of like, yeah. it's not holding them in, which I understand budget and whatnot, but you could act a little bit better <laughs> than Savage. It's so flimsy. And so I was like, well, no wonder Feeny fell out of the car <laughs> and I don't run in front of it. God. It's such it's a funny so image funny. to imagine. Yes. <laughs> I want a full. I need to see like a cartoon yes. of that. A little animation right, of like it. Like a gif of Feeny so running good. from this car. And of course, the classic end piece where they get out and Corey's like, "Can you get my shoe?" I left oh, it in and there. And they throw them both in there. In. Gold, gold. Ah, oh, it's good. It it's a, good. It is a great bit. It's so funny to me that it's. I mean, we see a lot of like Alan and Amy, and we get a little bit of Sean, but this is an Eric and Corey episode, and also like an Eric or a Corey Feeney episode. Uh-huh. We've got a little Turner sprinkled in there, right? But like, but I feel like we don't. Like, Eric and Corey have had their moments, but we have yet to have, like, a good brother episode, and I don't know if this would be considered a good brother episode, but it's definitely focused on... It's a more brother-focused episode than a lot of others, I guess. So far. We have more in the future, but... Yeah, it's like these other safe episodes have been more about Sean and girls. Correct, yeah. It's always about girls. Well, and I think that's that's what sets this one apart is it's not necessarily about girls. I mean, it's about how Corey feels about his perception Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, how he appears to girls. Mm -hmm. I guess it kind of, they piggyback one another a little bit. One of my favorite moments is when uh, Sean's, like, talk to him. He leaves and Feeney goes, Mr. Matthews, how are you, my boy? Corey's like, I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 uh. I was watching this. Sarah was watching my list and she was like, that's me. That's, yes. Somebody, somebody asked me how yes. I'm doing. Just, I just, I don't. I don't. falls into yes. a puddle. It's that's, so good. I need, I, I need that gift. I know. How I are you, my boy? I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. Collapse. It's really fun. And I feel it's like so he's good. trying really hard not to break. In that right? Moment. Yes. That, I think that's why he like covers his He covers his, his, his face he's and like, buries it down. It feels very much like a child actor is trying not to break. funny. That's very funny, though. That's, like, one of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, my MVP is Mr. Feeney. Mm. I think just because of that monologue that he sure. delivers. I think that's that's worthy of it. Um, if, if 
Amy and Alan had a, a little bit bigger of a plot line that weaved maybe into Right, they don't even like talk ones. to the boys in this yeah. episode. <laughs> and I understand that they kind of go hand in hand because Alan talks about why he lost the money and he says, well, they were calling me names and blah, blah, blah. And so again, people's perception of you and it sure. kind of, it's supposed to be a little bit of a parallel. Right. But it doesn't, it's not consequential enough for me to be like, Amy was the star of this episode. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. she was shown the brightest. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Feeney. Yeah, I'm with you. Feeney. Yeah. You know, I always give it up. To yep. Feeney. <laughs> Anytime Feeney says if, anything if, profound, if he, if he says a line <laughs> in the episode that is vaguely more than a quip, then, mm-hmm. then we're probably going to give it there. Yes, yeah. correct. That's the point. It's the point of the show. I mean, Feeney makes the world go round. It's true. Uh, anything else? I think that's about it. I will say this. Um, Either I'm just not paying as close attention this season, which could potentially be true, but uh, we are, this is episode 16, and no boom checks at all. Sure. They got they got a, a higher budget. They, yeah. They, <laughs> they, hired, they leveled up. They hired a better grip. Well, and I think it's going to get worse in later seasons for the sole reason of TVs were getting better, and so now we have widescreen Oh, changing the of format. That. Yeah, we're changing the format because there are some episodes that people even on Twitter have pointed out that I've seen who are doing rewatches on Disney+. Plus. I'm like, thank you for noticing this. I'm glad I'm not the only one, but... I think it's going to get worse come like the last three seasons right. just because of the formatting. When, when the format changed from full screen to widescreen. But they're doing good right now. Killing it. Doing good so far. All right. Anyway, well. so. Like, share, and subscribe on all the social medias. Thanks yes, so much thing. for listening. Send us an email if you want. We uh, we like to, to respond. Megan we likes like to respond. To email. We, um, like, we like to email. We interact like to with email. us on the Instagram. That seems to be the preferred. Instagram or Twitter. To to. You know, hash things out. Uh. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you have any uh, questions about anything. If you have some continuity complaints, because Lord knows there are plenty of them. Always. So, cool. yeah. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Class dismissed. <laughs>